focus is all about being able to say no, said Steve Jobs, the late founder of Apple. What did he mean by that? Focus is about being able to say no. Well, he meant that we need to be able to say no to good things, maybe things that we believe are really good things, but yet we say no to them still so that we're freed up to do what we need to, what we believe is more important, what we believe is even still better. It might make a little more sense if I give an example from Apple's history. You know, Steve Jobs took something of a, of a hiatus for about 10 years, dozen years, from the mid-80s to the mid-90s, and when he returned, Apple was in trouble. They were hemorrhaging money, they were making products, a lot of products, but not many really great products. And so he decided he was going to cancel every product except for four. He wanted Apple to produce a personal computer for your average consumer and for business, and then a personal device for your average consumer and for business. Those four. And he wanted them to be great. And this decision, not only did it save the company, it transformed it into what today is one of the most valuable companies in the world. Because Steve Jobs had focus. He had that willingness to say no to good things so that Apple could concentrate on what was most important, on what they needed to concentrate on. You know, it might sound crazy, but I actually think Jesus is essentially art articulating the same principle in our gospel. Or rather, I should say, Steve Jobs maybe unwittingly stole a page from our gospel when he defined focus as being able to say no to good things, to focus on what we need to. You know, we have the story of Mary and Martha, two sisters who welcome Christ into their home. Martha, burdened with much serving. Mary, conversing with our Lord, seated at his feet and listening to him. And Martha tells Jesus, make my sister help me. And Jesus says to her something that is probably a little counterintuitive. If we were reading this story for the first time, I think it would be a good bet to think Jesus would side with Martha. I mean, after all, the Bible places a value on hospitality. See our, our first reading. That's not what he does. He says, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. Jesus wasn't saying that what Martha was doing was bad. It wasn't. It was good. She was serving. She was serving Christ. But he's saying there's something better than even that very noble activity. Something more important when all things are said and done. What is that one thing necessary, that better part that Mary chose? It's the first and the greatest commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And you might say, well, he doesn't say that, and you know, Mary's just sitting at his feet. How do we know that's what it is? Look, we can't love someone that we don't know. We can't know someone unless we're willing to converse with them, speak to them, and listen to them. 
That's what Mary prioritizes, is conversing with our Lord. And that's what Jesus is saying to Martha. Not that serving is bad, work is bad, you shouldn't do it. No, we should. It's just a fact of life for all of us here. But he's saying it should be subordinated under the highest priority. Loving God, conversing with Him. And what's another way of saying conversing with the Lord? Prayer. At the end of the day, this gospel is about the priority of prayer in the life of a disciple of Christ. And you know what? Because of the Eucharist, we can in a very literal way imitate Mary from the gospel. Jesus is really, truly, substantially present in the Eucharist. It's not a symbol. It's not a representation. It's not some medieval superstition. It's the foundational truth of our faith. And when we come into a Catholic church and we see the red candle lit, we know the Eucharist is in the tabernacle, that Christ is seated in his throne, so to speak, ready and waiting for us to come and bend the knee, sit at his feet and listen to him. You know, I think a good way of thinking about the Blessed Sacrament is to think of how hard it is to meet with really important people in the world. About a year ago, I was blessed to go on a pilgrimage to Rome that my parents were on, and my mom uh, asked me, she said, is there any way you could get us to meet the Pope? And I said, look, I, I think you're asking the wrong guy. Uh, I, do, I don't have that kind of pull. And I didn't, and it didn't happen. But you know, as incredible as it would be to meet the Pope and have a sit down with him, it's infinitely more incredible to have a sit down with the King of Kings. And because of the Eucharist, Jesus makes that infinitely easier for us. Any Catholic church where the Eucharist is in the tabernacle, we can come and bend the knee and sit at our Lord's feet and listen to him, speak to him from our heart, and we can grow in our knowledge and love of God. We can grow in that better part, that one thing necessary. But what's the main obstacle to us doing that? It's distraction. You know, there's an older translation of this gospel which says that Martha... Instead of saying Martha was burdened with much suffering, it said Martha was distracted with much serving. Distracted with much serving. We can be distracted by good things. We can be distracted by not so good things. But this gospel is saying that what? We need to have that focus, that capacity to say no, even to good things, for a short period each day to converse with our Lord. We need to have that focus to say no so that we can sit at his feet and listen to him. So as we continue with Mass, let's pray for the grace to be focused. To every day say no to the hectic, anxious, troubled, busy world that we all inhabit, at least for a little bit of time so that we can speak to our Lord. Let us pray for the grace to be focused, to say no to distraction, so that we can come and pray before Christ really present in the Blessed Sacrament. Let's pray for the grace to choose the better part, the one thing necessary.